Many international students that come to the U.S. for university studies face similar problems. Some of the most common ones are, are cultural shock, adjusting to the academic environment, and language barriers. Although many come with existing knowledge of the English language, they still face issues due to their language to the, due to their English accent, which often doesn't match the American standard accent. National speakers are used to a pronunciation norm, which makes other foreign accents sound wrong to them. Pronunciation norm refers to the collective judgment of native speakers concerning how a sound should be pronounced, according to Fledge. As you may expect, these judgmental thoughts result in further implications to the biases international speakers may face. In fact, a study conducted by Wang et al. in 1828 on communication between international and local students in the U.S. concluded that international students with mild foreign accents were perceived as more intelligent than students with thicker foreign accents by national students. Another research conducted in 2016 showed that speaking with a non-native accent is linked to career possibilities and progression because their performance abilities are being related to their fluency in speech. In this podcast, I will further discuss some of the findings from the research I've conducted to learn more about how fellow international students perceive their accents. I interviewed nine students in total. The sample population I chose to interview was international college undergraduate students studying in the US. Some of the things they had in common were that they all spoke two to four languages and were in the age group of 18 to 22 years old. Moreover, none were raised in the US. They were raised in either Bangladesh, China, Egypt, Nepal, Saudi Arabia, South Korea, South Sudan, Swaziland, or Uganda. I'll be talking about six main points in my podcast, which are Number one, what the interviewees seem to think of the word accent. Number two, how they reacted differently when asked about their English than their native language. Number three, how many depended on Western media to learn English. Number four, the common idea that the American standard English accent is the correct way to talk. Number five, what made them think that they had an accent. Number six, what they thought influenced them to have an accent. The first point I will be talking about is the misconception of accents. Generally, I found that the word accent always had a negative connotation to it. It seemed like a common misconception of it was that it was a degree of talking in a different or wrong way than how a language should be spoken. I'm thinking this way because many interviewees mentioned that when they talk with an accent, they aren't pronouncing the words correctly. But I have conversations with most of them regularly, and they all sound like fluent English speakers to me. It's just that not all of them speak with a standard American accent. One interviewee has also related having an accent with stuttering. In Wolfram and Schillingast's chapter on dialect standards and vernaculars, they define dialects to be any variety of a language that is shared by a group of speakers. And as mentioned by Van Hurt in What is Sociolinguistics? The difference between a dialect and an accent is that dialects include a difference in grammar and vocabulary while accents are just a differentiation differentiation in pronunciation. Based on these definitions, accents aren't necessarily just associated with the region. Instead, they can be associated with any group of people or even an individual. But a common misconception I've seen is that many people think that accents are only based on regions. One interviewee even mentioned that they thought they didn't have an accent because they couldn't relate to the way they speak with any group of people. 
but the fact is, this means that they may have their own unique accent. Another interviewee described having an accent as how your speech gives people an idea of where you originated from. So if your accent is less popular, people would notice it more and guess that you are not from the area, and maybe even tell where you came from. It is true that accents help represent part of your identity, but even if, but even if you speak in a standard way that doesn't always that doesn't allow people to indicate where you're from, is still considered an accent. Even if it doesn't tell people about the place you originate from, it may still represent your identity in a different way, such as the economical, educational, or social status that you grew up with. The second point I will talk about is how the interviewees talked about their English accents versus their native accents. None of the interviewees spoke English as their native language. When asked whether or not they had an accent when speaking in their native language, most interviewees answered no. When asked about why they thought so, one interviewee mentioned that there isn't really a variety of accents in their language, which was Siswati, one of the national languages spoken in Swaziland, or also known as Iswatini. Another interviewee said that they spoke the standard version of their language, Bengali, the national language in Bangladesh, which is the same one spoken on news reports and informal events. A few others mentioned that it was their native language, so they couldn't have an accent speaking in it. But some interviewees did mention that they have an accent in their own language. In fact, and this may be a, just a coincidence, but they were the same people that mentioned that they don't have an accent when speaking in English. After the first round of interviewees, of interviews, I wondered, if I had asked my interviewees whether or not they have an accent in their native language first before talking about English, would their answers be different? I say this because I got a sense from some uh, that they may have said that they have no accents in their native language to appear as if they know how to speak their own language and that the way they speak isn't wrong. This again goes back to the point of people having the wrong idea of what the meaning of accents really is. So I decided to conduct a second round of interviews and ask people only these two questions this time. I asked them whether they thought they have an accent in their native language first, then asked them if they thought they had an accent when speaking English. I interviewed, I interviewed nine international students as well for this interview round, and the variety of answers I got was very similar to the first round. So I cannot conclude that the order of questions influenced the interviewee's answers. One thing I concluded though, is that usually if people speak the dominant or popular accent in a region, which is usually spoken in the capital of a country or big cities, they say that they don't have an accent. But if they speak a less common variation, they refer to it as having an accent. The third point I will talk about is how international students depend on the media to learn English. Five out of nine interviewees have mentioned in some way that they depend on Western media, including TV shows, movies, YouTube, and video games, to learn the correct way to speak English. Some said that media was the way they, they, they taught themselves English. A few others mentioned that they consider what they hear in them as the standard English they should speak and would compare their ways of speaking to it. Unfortunately, the media doesn't have a wide representation of English accents or dialects, which gets people, both domestic and international, to think that there's just one correct standard way of talking and that this way of speech has no accent. This isn't correct because I believe there is no such thing as not having an accent. Everyone has an accent. It's just that when we get used to hearing things uh, being spoken in a certain way, we think this is correct and all other ways are wrong. 
I believe the most misconceptions that I've mentioned earlier have been strongly influenced by the media because is uh, because that is the main way international people get to know more about the U.S. and how people here speak. The fourth point I will talk about is the common ideology that the American accent is the correct way to talk. As mentioned before, many international students have been taught English through American resources, which were mostly movies, video games, and other forms of media. This is what generated the dominant thought that the standard American accent is the correct way to speak English. In fact, the interviewees, the interviewees who speak a more standard American accent would mention that they don't have an accent or have an accent that is not heavy. Moreover, one interviewee mentioned that they've been praised for having an American accent. There shouldn't be a measurement of how correct or wrong an accent is because there's no such thing. An accent is just a different way that someone pronounces words. Accents can be compared by being similar or different, but not right or wrong. For my fifth point, I will discuss some of the interesting notes I had from asking my interviewees the following question. Why do you think you have an accent? There are a few common ideas when the interviewees were asked why they thought they had an accent. Some answers included not sounding like what they hear on TV or the radio. Another common answer was that they were commonly asked to repeat themselves multiple times and then be corrected to the word they were saying. A few also had people point out to them that they had an accent. And the people who pointed that out included both standard American accent speakers and non-American accent speakers. Some interviewees find it hard to pronounce some, more, some sounds or syllables perfectly, such as the American T in the middle of the word, which a few have mentioned as the thing that sets their accent apart from American speakers, such as pronouncing the number 3030 as 30 instead of the more American way, which is 30. One interviewee has even mentioned that they used to think of the hard T as the wrong pronunciation, and so they improved their pronunciation to match the American version. For my sixth point, I will discuss some of my conclusions from asking my interviewees about what they thought influenced their, their accents. When asked about what they thought gives them an accent, there were several answers that I thought were interesting. An interviewee mentioned that it's because of their surroundings, such as the people around them, the place they grew up, and the school they went to. Another interviewee mentioned the lack of conversations with native English speakers, being taught by non-native English speakers, and how their pronunciation flaws were not pointed out to them. Although those who had native English speaking teachers mentioned that they didn't have a big impact on how they spoke, and that the bigger effect came from the media. And only one out of three of those who mentioned that they don't have an accent, or one that is very light, had American teachers. So based on my sample population, I don't think having a teacher who has a standard American accent highly affects how people get their accents. I think that makes sense because in the end, these teachers are most likely not going to spend more than 1.5 hours with you per day. So I don't think they'll have a great impact on the accents we catch. Unless maybe if they are our only resource that we hear English from, which is highly unlikely. Although, based on what I just mentioned, one could conclude that the media can highly influence our accents. Because if that is, because if that is so, why don't all who learn English through the media have a standard American accent? So there must be additional factors than the resources we learn that affect our accents. An interviewee whose native language is Cantonese mentioned that they thought their accent was affected due to the tongue positions they're used to. 
they may find a hard time putting their tongue in a specific way to pronounce the words in an American standard way. This results in a different pronunciation of some words. Unfortunately, since it's different than the American pronunciation, they are said to believe that their pronunciation is wrong, which is not true. Pronouncing words in a different accent than the more common way doesn't mean that one's pronunciation is wrong. To conclude, it saddens me that international speakers are said to believe that they don't speak correctly just because they have a different accent than standard American speakers. I believe that as long as one is understood when speaking in a language, that's all they need to consider their pronunciation as correct. Moreover, it is already amazing that many international students only started learning English after they grew up a bit and not since birth. That in itself is proof that they are intelligent enough and they should not set, be said to think any less of themselves if they don't speak with a standard American accent. If there are any current listeners that speak a standard American accent, I would urge you to be more considerate when talking with people who have a different accent than the one you are used to. And try your best to, wear, to raise awareness on this topic so we could help prevent any biases that may occur as a result of accent bias. There are many ways to do so. First and foremost, acknowledging these conscious or unconscious biases is the first step to solving them. Some ways to do this include trying your best to be non-judgmental when speaking to people with a foreign accent to you. And if you feel like you're not quite understanding what they're saying, simply ask them to slow down or ask for clarification. That can be done by rephrasing what the speaker said to confirm if your understanding matches what they're saying. In fact, a report by MJ Monroe and TM Derwing mentioned that comprehension in a conversation doesn't only depend on the speaker, but the listener also has an important role in putting in the effort to understand what the speaker is saying. It's not a one-way effort, instead it is mutual. It also helps to be more open to meet new people from different backgrounds, which will increase your multilingual sensitivity and hopefully help reduce existing ethno-linguistic notions and accent hierarchies. Thank you for listening, and I would love to hear any experiences you've been through or thoughts that you have on this topic in the comments below.